everybody. Welcome to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. This is Season 6, Episode 2, and this is your podcast for Thursday, March the 13th, 2021. We've got a great podcast in store for you tonight, starring Daryl Smith, the man from Big Daddy Motorsports. He's the guy that makes all these bikes go fast. We're going to find out. Is it really true that many bikes can go 100 miles an hour or is it all bullshit? Um, I, I personally have seen and heard some of the stories. I know bikes go 90. I know bikes go 95, but we've got proof. And, and I believe when I hear things from this next guest, Daryl Smith, that they're true. So you, you, you're here for a good show. I want to begin by thanking our friends over at Pioneer. You know, Pioneer is the global leader in car electronics, and they're proud supporters of automotive events nationally, including Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, right? So no matter what you drive, Pioneer's got the gear to upgrade your, your ride so that it sounds better. It's going to help you connect with the latest technology like Bluetooth, Apple CarPlay, uh, Amazon Alexa, Android Auto. Remember, don't break up with your car, upgrade it. With Pioneer, check them out at pioneerelectronics.com. I also want to uh, recognize our returning sponsor. In fact, their major sponsors stepped up again. Uh, thank you for the support from our friends at Studs Racing. Studs Racing uh, out of Michigan, right there where, you know, we got, we got things covered pretty much out here in LA, but the guys in Detroit, they ain't messing around either. So, Studs is the guy nationally in Detroit, but they're national all over. I love them. I use them. Everybody knows Eric. Everybody knows the great guys that take care of the things over there at Studs when you call them up. Also want to uh, recognize the fact that uh, they're going to be giving away a couple cool elements from their official racewear line, the Studs racewear line. It's official. They've got hoodies. They've got jackets. They've got caps. So send in a comment. Send in a, a post. You know, Ease asked me to remind you guys to either like the page or go to the YouTube channel. Uh, I want to welcome all of the folks. In fact, this will tell you the, the heat that our guest gives off. In a matter of 12 hours since I posted Daryl being a part of the podcast on Instagram, my personal Instagram page. We actually have a new Instagram page. It's Joe's Mini Bike. What is it? Joe's Mini Bike Podcast. JMBR Podcast. So if you're following me on Joe Sebergandio, go to the this new podcast. I, I posted it. When I mentioned the fact that Daryl was going to be on, I swear, no shit. And I showed Emmanuel and I showed my wife. I felt like I was like, I won a UFC championship. And I went to bed and I woke up. And my Instagram was off the chart. I, I had two, three, I stopped counting after two or 300 new folks followed my stupid ass. And it wasn't because of anything that I did. It was because who we have on. So we're going to get to them. Uh, I want to thank our friends over at gopowersports.com. They continue to be a part of the sponsorship stable here at Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. We appreciate all the love from all of you that are listening. I'll dive in and Check out who's uh, joined us on the podcast tonight. Give some shout outs. Uh, the reality of it is that uh, I'm hoping that everybody's doing well. 
we continued on on our plan to have two podcasts uh, just about once every other week. We're going to go to this new time, which is 6 p.m. here on the West Coast, so that it's not too, too late for the folks on the East Coast. For those of you on the East Coast who are joining us in, thank you. I know it's a little bit later there. I see it's warming up back on the East Coast. In fact, it was <laughs> we had hail, so we we cheated and called it snow, but it was actually warmer in my hometown, Linda, and our hometown, Utica, New York. It was warmer there than it was out here. And I had some fun posting some stupid videos on Facebook and Instagram about our escapades with the snow or the hail. Uh, it, it's going to come down again tonight. It's going to get cold. They said Big Bear is going to be nine degrees. So Hey, as the East Coast now starts to warm up, we're actually getting a little dose of uh, coolness out here. I don't mind it. We hope that everybody's doing well. I had a great weekend. I was out with my friends, largely representing the Honda Gram lifestyle. I go on about those guys and rave about them like a little girl because I love being with these guys. I go out with them as often as I can, and we, we ride in packs. In fact, Daryl's been on those rides with us before. We'll talk a little bit about that when we get him on. Uh, these rides this, this past Saturday, we ended up going to Santa Barbara, California from LA. And by the time I got there and back, it was a few hundred miles. I didn't take the Honda Gram. I took a, uh, another bike in our stable. It's a Suzuki Van Van, a 2017, 200 CC electric start fuel injected, big fat tires, idiot proof kind of sort of. And we uh, took sunset up to PCH. We took the 101, we came back, and I will give you a tip for those of you listening who either live in SoCal, who may have, excuse me, who may have, for whatever reasons, not have had the chance to experience this really cool uh, canyon road, but we, we took the 150, which is off of the 101, and we took that 150 past uh, Lake Casitas, and we got to the 133. We actually went towards the 101, but many of the other folks we find out went to Ojai. They went left at the turn and we went right at the turn. We both had a good time, but I heard if you go to the left and you, you pop out, I think at the 126, you know, you're going kind of near Santa Paula, but some of the, the most enjoyable uh, and compared to traffic, especially compared to the traffic, like at Angela's Crest. And many of you who know me have been with me on Angela's Crest where it's always packed. The 150 and the 33, were, were really worth uh, me bringing up. So check that out. It was a nice time. I got back, I don't know, we left early in the morning, six, seven, or excuse me, about 7.30, me and my buddy Johnny DeMassa rode out. We met with our friends Ernesto. We met with Miguel. Uh, we met with uh, a bunch of the guys, Ralph Ramiro. And we, we took Sunset, Sunset Boulevard, all the way to PCH. And Sunset's not looking like it used to. It, things things have changed around here, and, but I'm hoping it's it, it's getting to be better. Uh, they're they're going to be opening up some restaurants. We're going to start to get back to schools being opening here. I'm hoping that all leads to us being able to have an event. So people ask me about it. I'll address it quickly now. Yeah, we're working towards the event. I don't know if we're going to have it or not. We're hopeful and we're optimistic. We'll keep you abreast right here on this uh, new Facebook page that we have. Uh, all the updates typically start first and then on the upcoming Instagram pages that we talked about. All right. Uh, safety is going to be one of the topics, but one of the uh, main things I want to talk about with our, our special guest tonight is uh, many bikes that go fast. And when I mean fast, like really fast, he's the owner of Big Daddy Motorsports, 
I've known him. Uh, in fact, he's been on the podcast before. If you look back like on YouTube, in fact, you can check any of the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcasts. We've been doing five years of these things now. Check them out on YouTube. Some of the early ones make me cringe. I'm sure they'll do the same for you. So check that out uh, if nothing else. But Daryl was on there. He was there. It was a great show. It was littered with celebrities like Daryl, Evil Ed, and Alana. Uh, Alana Sher, who at the time was the editor of Roadkill. And she was particularly overwhelmed with the coolness of, uh, of Daryl's presence because we were talking right what she likes to talk about. Things that go fast. So without further ado, let's bring him on. He's uh, Daryl Smith, the head daddy at Big Daddy Motorsports. Daryl, welcome to the podcast. How you doing over there, Daryl? Oh, you got to unmute your, uh, there you go. Uh, Cleveland will help you turn that microphone. I think you're muted. There you go. What's happening, Daryl? Not much, Joe. Thank you. Uh, you already you know, know what it is. <laughs> hey, That's good to right. see you. Good to have you out here. Thank you, uh, Daryl. Thank you for having me. I was uh, telling everybody just the, the heat that you brought. When I mentioned you were going to be on the podcast, my Instagram blew up. So I don't, I've never done anything to be able to get that many <laughs> new followers on Instagram. So you're kind of used to uh, the current notoriety and popularity. Uh, Big Daddy's starting to get his get his just due. It ain't like you've just been around for a year, right? That's right. I've been around for 20 years. 20 years. And, and Daryl, tell us, uh, why? Why mini bikes? Well, my son wanted the mini bike. You know, I tried to keep him from, keep him away from, I, we did everything except for mini bikes. But all his friends had one. And he came to me one day and said, I want one. I said, well, you know how I do. We, I, I want to go racing. And he said, let's do that. So I went and bought a bike that was fast. And I said, if you can ride this, we'll do mini bikes. And uh, he rode it. So here I am. And with that, <laughs> tell us a little bit about what that bike was. And how old was your son at that time? I think my son was 12 at the time. He was perfect weight. He was like 111, 12 pounds. And at that time, a fast bike, and we was running Briggs at that time. Yeah, Flathead <laughs> 5 or something? Yeah, we was running a, uh, a World Formula. Oh, there you go. Oh, methanol. <laughs> Forget, right. about, <laughs> well, forget yeah. about that flathead five, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so you put your son on a methanol-powered Briggs? <laughs> yes. And you know, at that time, we were running about 80, a little more than 80 miles an hour, and he rode it like a champ. And so uh, we decided to go ahead and start hanging out with the mini bike guys. So you came out of the box that strong, that hot? Yeah, but it wasn't my bike. If someone else, I had bought it from someone who had built it. His name was Cedric. And, and that's funny. I just recently saw him after probably about seven to eight years. I just saw him <laughs> last week. And we talked about that. Oh, cool. How's Cedric doing? Cedric's doing good. He's doing real good. He's talking about coming back out. As a matter of fact, he wants to build another bike. Are there guys uh, back there that uh, you know, you're know you with that uh, remember Cedric, Daryl? Yes, yes, yes. They were talking. Matter of fact, there was a couple other guys out there were talking to him uh, that were out back then, and uh, I saw them, and then I saw him. So it was uh, it was real nice to talk to him again. Well, I I, I must admit that uh, you know I was 
share some of these build escapades and you know, you're a professional builder. I'm a hack, you know, if anything, I'm a mini bike promoter. Right. And I just try to, <laughs> I try to follow along as much as I can. And I'll, I'll call anybody from you or uh, Emmanuel or evil Ed or Jake Mo to help me. And they've all been there to help me when I've needed it. And most recently we've been working on that little two stroke Minarelli. Right. And you know, I said, shit, we're having a tough time finding out somebody that can hone this little, small we had like a 38 millimeter uh cylinder uh that we we're trying to get a piston into and, and nobody hones those like that and you know i reached out to you and you were willing to help me out but for the most part the 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 two-stroke game that that's not a game you're playing anymore what's the deal with that are you just you're done with that yeah i'm, I'm pretty much done with that you know the parts were getting really hard to get and um the mini bikes had a, a much stronger calling so I decided to let the, the two strokes go, even though I, I, I was like Michael Jordan then. I left on top. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the two stroke game, it's a temperamental <laughs> bike. No matter, no, no matter what, I think you're always got your hands. You're, it's, the it's every you? day. Yeah. It's every day. You, you, you have to touch it every day. If you ride in the morning, it runs one way. If you ride in the evening, it runs another way. How true, Daryl. And, and knowing the sensitivities of that two-stroke game, you still mastered it. And I know that uh, we had talked about, you were putting those, uh, you got into the motorized bicycle game too. Um, any of that still uh, still in, in your, 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 your list of things to do on the weekend or you, you played that out a little bit? Yeah, I, I kind of let that go. I let the other guys have fun with it now. Yeah. Well, uh, look, I know that you, you branched out everywhere, but you really found a home at the top of the heap when it's, when it's building engines. In fact, congratulations. I had to make you aware of the fact that we did a little independent poll. Uh -huh. And for those of you who, for whatever reasons, think that we just pick favorites, here's a good example of it. He didn't even know, right? Daryl didn't even know. I said, congratulations. You were voted by the folks who follow our podcast. And, you know, we got 4,000 real people that subscribe wow. to the page. Not all of them replied, but a handful of them did. And you were uh, elected or uh, recommended or suggested and voted as the favorite engine builder. So I congratulated you when I spoke to you. And that's when you and I start talking about. But uh, congratulations on that. That's pretty cool because there's a lot of big guys out there uh, that uh, have that reputation of being the best engine builder. And you sit back there and among the guys who know, uh, you're, the, you're the guy whose name pops up all the time. Why is that? Well, it's hard work and diligence, Joe. I've seen nah. it. I've seen nah. it. I've I just like it. having, yes, I like having fun with this stuff. You know, I've, I've been building my own race cars, motorcycles, boats, everything. I've been building engines since I was 18 years old, and it's just it's what I love to do. I want to get into this engine that you have in front of you, but I want to stop you. You were, you were going through a litany of uh, power sports and motorsports events that you liked. You left out one that um, you're, you seem particularly fond of, which, which were monster trucks. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> I uh, love monster trucks, but I haven't been able to build one. But I love them. You know, oh, you yeah. may not know, but um, in the past, <clears throat> excuse me, I had um, I was intimately involved with the whole monster truck scene with particularly with uh, the folks, both Bob and Marilyn Chandler, who created and built Bigfoot. Right. 
they came to an event that I was working on. I was a young kid selling exhibit space to all the guys who made, you know, suspension parts and tires for lifted primarily domestic full-size four by fours. We were in the Midwest, Indianapolis, where it was all about mud and chewing tobacco and Wrangler jeans and shit. And here comes, here comes, here comes Bigfoot, right? And uh-huh. Bigfoot was in, in that motorsport segment, which was early, this was the early eighties. Bigfoot was the celebrity. Bigfoot filled the stands. And I'm talking about real 20,000 people, not, not some fake bull number, a real 20,000. And they came to watch Bigfoot. And then all of a sudden there was some commotion at the Bigfoot camp over the fact, because he had pretty much been the only one for maybe one or two years at our show. All All of a sudden a Chevy pulls up and it's barefoot. Uh, guy's name was uh, Jack or Fred Schaefer, and he's got uh-huh. he's got his version of that, and now he's there with his Chevy called Barefoot. Right <laughs> now, there's a competition, huh? Oh, shit. And now, look, you know as better as well as I do. They're international. There, there's 50 versions of them. There's comic books and friggin' diapers and pajamas oh, yeah. with their logos on there. There's 50,000 Bigfoots. But I had to ask you about that because I saw all those posts you had <laughs> about all those oh, monster trucks. Oh, yeah. Hey, so you uh, did you keep up with it? Yeah, because uh, another thing people don't know is I was a publisher of Four Wheel and Off Road Magazine oh, okay. and Four Wheeler Magazine and Sport Truck. Yeah, a good a good friend of mine was the publisher of JP Magazine, so we were in that truck world for a long time. Uh, uh, so was David Freiberger, who people now know as the oh, yeah. host of Roadkill. Well, David's true love was muscle cars and trucks. Oh, okay, so you see uh, the trick that they're doing now. They're oh, dude. wheel stands, hand, whatever you call them. Daryl, oh they're going God. through Hot Wheel. They're, they're, yeah, going, they're going through Hot Wheel tracks. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. Well, look, there was a time when you didn't want to go, go around telling people you went to monster trucks because they put you in one of those fucking straight jackets, right? Now it's now it's cool. But hey, look, nothing's as cool as what you got in front of you. Spin that thing around a little bit. And, uh, you know, you've been posting a lot recently about what's available at that Big Daddy motorsports and you know you've got complete engines i know you were selling them with uh, uh you know stock bore uh you know pretty much race ready bottom ends where they slap on a head but now you're showing me this is a complete engine so you're willing to go with a little starter kit for these guys or just put one in a box and they bolt this thing in is that pretty much the game oh yeah it's just whatever you want i'm gonna build whatever you want and it's gonna be fast let me give you some time now. Talk talk to me about what you have in front of you. This is this is like the what am I looking at right in front of me? This us is here? the coup de gras right here. This this is the 100 mile per hour, the first 100 mile per hour engine on a mini bike. This is the exact one right here in front of me. Okay, now is this the one out of Cleveland's bike? Yes, it is. Okay, so uh what are you doing to it? Are you freshening it up for them? I'm, I'm just freshening it up. It, it went 98 miles an hour, and that's not good enough anymore. Okay. And, and I had opened off. up earlier. Uh, thank you for bringing that up, because I had opened up that earlier. I have seen a gun that said 100 on it. I had yeah. heard, I've, I've seen videos. I've seen some videos from the East Coast. I've seen some videos from Detroit. I've heard stories. Uh it's people that I know and I like that have shared those with me. Some I don't know, but I've never personally been anywhere like a track where I've seen anything that 
showed a hundred mile an hour mini bike. I've seen these posts and Daryl, you know, depending on the wheel size, ultimately, right. It's going right. to differentiate whether you're a mini bike, or if you're a damn motorcycle, I've seen these exactly. guys with, with mini bikes that got motorcycles. So I'm not even giving those guys any time, but small inch wheel. Like, what do you think is like a maximum wheel size? If we're going to continue to talk about a bike being a mini bike, I've asked this question before. Well, you know, the mini bikes back when we were kids came with either five inch or six inch wheels on even four, right? Even four, right. <laughs> right? You know, and these bikes still have a, a, a foot brake on it. Scrub. scrub brake. So to me, that's the mini bike. Okay. You know, you start going with the 13 and 14 inch wheels and all this. Now you're going into a motorcycle. Okay. Yeah, to me. So yeah, we're on the same page. So we're going to put one of these engines. Now this is an engine that is, how many horsepower are we looking at? Well, we had a dyno and it, it, uh, the flywheel spun at, at 31 horsepower. Wow. And that's a significant yeah. number right there. In fact, I think the highest we had at Joe's mini bike reunion all these years. Was, was only two tenths higher than this one before the flywheel went. If so, the flywheel went, went, we would have been around 34, 33, 34 horsepower. Okay. So this, this engine, what's the, where does this start? What is where what kind of block are we starting with here? I see a predator in a box there, but what are we starting with with the typical BDM? No, this, is, this is a JR race car. This is a billet animal block. Okay, we're starting with an animal block. And and a billet animal head. And all the internals are whatever we decide to put in them as far as uh the stroke of the crank and the size of the piston and the rod. We have to figure all that out. And that's really where the magic takes place because anybody could buy the animal block and anybody could buy, quote unquote, the parts, right? Exactly. You know, I've even been to Iskis and I, I asked Tim because he sells a lot of uh, ARC parts. And I asked Tim, I said, you know, just in the last year, out the door, not online, just out the door, how many stroker cranks and three-inch pistons have you, you think you sold? And I said, 20? He's like, oh, man, more than that. So we kept talking, and we get around 40. And so there's a lot of people out here with all the parts, but you can't tell that they have them because they're not put together right, and they're not going to perform to their maximum unless you come see me. Well, and, and people have. Who is, who is your customer? I mean, uh, because it's going to be a certain guy that's going to be ringing you up rather than the guy that's calling with all due respect, um, you know, old mini bike warehouse. Right. 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 Talk no, to me about your customer. Who, who is your customer? Uh, when you wake up, who's that guy that, you know, is going to be ringing your phone or, or blowing up your phone on the text. Uh, these are the, the guys that contact me are the guys who won't settle for anything less. And it's like, these guys are like Porsche customers. Okay. Watch that. I have, to, <laughs> I have to give them exactly what they're looking for. If not, it's a problem. And that's that's stressful on me, you guys. Uh, is it less stressful now, Daryl? I, I would assume that just due to your, your volume, just due to the experience, just due to the fact that, you know, uh, it, it's funny. I want to share something. Uh this was also something that I grabbed off your Instagram page. And for a second, I know this is a universal message, but when I read it, I think of you, it says uh, racing is something 
that most people will never understand. It's just, it's just not a sport or something that you do on Saturday or Sunday, right? It's, it's the way of life. Once you're in it, it's in your blood. Once you make your first run, you can't stop. That track is your home away from home. You smell the race fuel, the rubber, and you should put in there and the weed. And when you hear these engines scream, it's music to your ears. All of the love of the racing family. Uh, it's true. It's very true for you too, isn't it? That, that's very true. That's very true. Uh, I, I'm in it. I'm, I'm in it till the end now. I, I can't get out. And, and it's hard to settle for. You know, once you go a certain speed or whatever you want to call it, go fast, you can't go slower than that anymore. So you always you feel like you need to always progress. And that's the way I felt in this. With the mini bike engines, I got I started getting to a point where I was really just like testing myself to 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 make it better than what it is. I mean, there was a, quite a few guys out there already that was doing it, and um, one of the guys, and I'm going to say his name. His name is they call him MDB, I believe. His name is Charles um, Mosley. That guy. He uh he said that he was the best in the world at this, and that really doesn't sit well with me. I that kind of stuff will set me off and uh, and make me do this. Uh, I, uh, I I'm holding my tongue here, and I'm I'm going to just make a statement here. Many of the folks that uh, are listening to the podcast are very well aware of who you're talking about, probably. Uh, yeah. with, all right. Uh, and, uh -huh. He's been on our podcast and he's, he's a member of the hall of fame. He has, he's, he's that guy that you talk about constantly. Like if you uh, maybe Brock Lesnar in the WWE or right, if you're right. In, right. So right. Charles mini drag bike. In fact, you know, I had a text conversation with him because when I take these rides, you know, I was talking about these ground rides that we take uh -huh. Daryl and I met a dude who showed up with a mini bike. And we start talking and he, man, he brings up the podcast and I'm, I'm like a little girl. I'm all, you know, all proud as could be. He knows about this stupid podcast and he brings up Charles and uh, then he brings over his buddy who's with him with his mini bike. And he's asking about Charles. And I say, you know, I, I, I haven't heard too much from him, but we've all been kind of quiet. I said, it made a note. So I reached out to Charles and say, hey, man, what, what's going on? I said, people were asking about you. And here's what he told me. He said that he's, um, <laughs> He said, that's, that's in the past. The mini bike stuff's in the past for him now. He's, he's, he's working, he's doing another deal, but uh, almost, you know, sometimes guys take a pause, Daryl. Sometimes people bounce out of it uh, for a long time and don't come back to it. They go on to other things. I, I let it, I let it rest. You know, I, I didn't want to feel as if I had, I was just reaching out because people were genuinely asking about him. And I see some posts I see posts. I've always saw posts of, about Charles Good, Bad, and Indifferent. He's always been a gem to have. Selfishly, as a host for a podcast, he's a great guest. And, and I, I do remember how classy, especially now hearing maybe what I detect is a little bit of, you know, a rub there with you, is that you never acted that way when you when you came on the podcast. And I was I was some I was just some guy trying to create a stir with the mini bike scene, right? With this podcast and, and, and you're not, cause you could address me up and down. You rolled with it. You, you know, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't take 
any aggressive stance on Charles. And I sat there all but probably glorifying and admiring him. And, you know, you really were the guy doing what I was, you know, promoting him as. So, uh, you know, as I look back at that, how uh, I'm not surprised because you, you've been that guy. You've been that very cool, laid back guy. And you've let your actions do much more than your, your yapping. You, 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 your, your actions speak to your product. Right. I used to just go here and let you, let the bike do the talking. See you at the finish line. Not now. Now I'm gonna tell you all kind of stuff because I'm the best. I'm the goat. Yeah, and and you know you, you're, you're right. saying that because you you've earned it. Where where are folks gonna be able to really uh, be able to to get to that next level? How, how do you prefer to deal with these guys? Do, do they come to you through Instagram? Do they come to you over the phone? Is it word of mouth? You're, you're not really set up in a shop per se, right? I, I, what, what's the way that people get to you? Uh, that way. They call me or Instagram. I, I mean, I, I do have a shop. I um, One that you want people rolling up to, though, that's, you know, I didn't want to make it, you know, I, I don't know if it's invitation only, like a lot of. Right. It's, it's invitation. You have to call me. That's okay. So because that's I, you prefer they call I, you? Yeah, I am working by myself. And so. I, uh, yeah, I, I can't handle a lot, a lot of work, but um, the way so, it's been going is fine. So every time you, I seem to be in contact with you, there's always somebody around. Like tonight, Cleveland's laying up there, and uh, we had uh, Day Day with you when I first Day -Day. came and yeah. checked you. Uh, and boy, he's grown to be quite the young dude that is not a surprise, man. My God, I mean, he's doing his video thing. Right. And he's, you could tell, like most, you look at some guys' Instagram and Facebook posts, you can't get by the second post. Exactly. This kid's like, this, he's no kid, man. He's like, he's got his shit together. I, I was, I was almost crying looking at what he's up to. And uh, yeah. that's an example of what you're doing. You're still spreading that, that BDMS love out there with the young guys. And you, you're still promoting, not only teaching these guys, but making sure that they're safe over there. Talk a little bit about the importance, Daryl. Oh, yeah. That. That's very important. I mean, I, uh, I attached myself to David because at a young age, I saw him, he was, uh, I, I saw the direction that he wanted to go. And it was my place, my shop was at my house then. And I would have him come over. So we would talk. And, um, you know, if he had a question, I would help him with whatever he was asking. And, um, he kept coming back, didn't he? Yes, he kept coming back to the point where people thought he was even my son. <laughs> we were hey, together so much. Daryl, he was your son. He, he is your son. You know what I mean? You know, <laughs> as that goes, like, you know, you're everybody's we're brothers, but I mean he he had that. He was you were treating him that way. He was, he was and you know, that's and I mean that in a good way, literally yeah. uh or figuratively, but yeah, there's more than day day too. Uh you know, everybody wants to hear about not only the guys who build the engines, you know, you're the guy that uh, we know the stars, the stars have no, nothing to ride or race or sit on to go fast without the guys building the engines, but they want to, they want to know about the stars. They want to know about the jockeys. Uh, who are, who are the elite jockeys out there that can sit on a, a, a bike that, 
you're building one of these rocket 30 horsepower engines for who's who's out there that can tame that tiger. And I mean, we know about home alone and we know about some of the other guys that are out there, but from your point of view, who are some of these guys? Well, there's a, there's a few guys that I like that I, I always, they're, they're my go-to guys. If I, if I have a new build and I need it tested or, or if, even if they're building their own, you know, like uh, Antonio, we call him Woody. Uh, Dylan from FLR. Uh, there's, I guess, what do they call him? Little Derek, huh? Yep, uh, Derek Taylor. Derek Taylor, they call yep. him Little Derek. Yep. He's, he really surprised me. Uh, we hear a lot about uh, Drew as well. And Drew, I was, I was getting to him. And Drew, Drew's a rider. He, he'll, he'll ride anything. Who, uh, who else is out there that's creeping up, so to speak, or who's, who's anxious to jump on that maybe aren't as well-known that maybe you know about? Can you give Ooh. us an inside tip? Riders. In the background, we've got the Cleveland Flowers. Cleveland is uh, a, a guy that many of you remember from the probably Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, some of the posts, maybe some of the podcasts. I've gone out about him uh, very often. So is Temecula Bob. Uh, his bike is, uh, I believe, been all over these social media scenes forever. He's in the backdrop there, giving a little insight there. Uh, yeah. For those of you who know Cleveland, want to give him a shout out. Cleveland, thank you for all your help. Hope you're doing well. Uh, ask me if I'm crazy, but damn, it, it, God damn, looks like Lamar Odom. You know, go check out his shit, man. <laughs> oh, uh, anyways, and I want to ask yeah. you about him and the Kardashian. You got like the other <laughs> Kardashian, anyways. But, all right, so look, we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go back to Daryl. So yeah, anybody else out there? Uh, who's this guy Zoom out at AVR that everybody's talking about? Oh, and, uh, Zoom and AVR. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm hearing that name a lot, and uh, I wonder is is that LA AVR, you know, I see everybody's having a good time back and forth on social media. You get caught up in it, especially when you're under COVID lockdown for a year. But is, is right. that is, is all that um, is all that uh, social media talk that, that that's still good natured and still fun, but it's still it's still hot and heavy AVR in LA. They're still going yeah, at it. Yeah, now it's uh, it's hot and heavy, and and it became that way like over a year ago, I think after we had, they had a race, an event up there, and uh, we all went to it. And um, I, nobody from LA had made a good showing, really, because of the elevation, and we didn't adjust for, to that. So they, uh, they had what could have been some, uh, they had a home field advantage. advantage yes. Okay. But but you guys are professionals, and you're 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 there, and you realize you know that the altitude's different up there way before you get up there. So, you know, I, like like if I'm owning the place, I'm sitting everywhere down saying shit. Ain't like you didn't know the elevation's different at, at right. six o'clock in the fucking morning. I said, so so I'll give you halfway. But were those guys uh, dominating you? Because that's what I heard. I heard there was domination. I don't recall a domination. All right. LA, LA still won the complete tournament. Okay. But AB, uh, ABR, they were, they were running pretty good. 
Who are some of their fast guys? We mentioned Zoom. Uh, talk about some of the other jockeys that may have caught your eye. And, you know, I know that Jake, Jake Bo is like such a cool guy and is really, you know, I, you guys have very similar qualities. You're, you're both very professional. You both let your products do the talking. I know in the same room, you guys would, you guys would be inseparable. You've known Jake forever. There's also other guys that make it all colorful though. You know, the yeah. guys, that, and you know, it's, uh, and I've had good times at bad times and, you know, some people love me, some people don't love me, but I, it's, it's like that for everybody that's out there, you know, but the one guy no one ever has a problem with is Jake Moe. So when, when you talk about LA and AVR, Jake's always the first guy I think of. So no matter what, I'm always loving those guys. And, you know, deep down, you got to love them too, right? Sure. There's some guys talking a little trash, but it's all good natured, right? AVR who? Well, like I no, I'm just kidding, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Yeah, I yeah. You know who are the who are the guys up there that got your attention besides Jake up there? Uh, well, the only one I, I know is um, Lil Zoom. Okay, he's a jockey. We talked about yeah, him. I, I know him and uh, Arlo. Arlo, sure. Yeah, Arlo's okay. been wanting to be on the podcast. Maybe sometime I'll get Arlo on and uh get both you guys back on the podcast that'll be a good one so what's the status now so you, do you owe them one no well no. What happened? you're we not going to run it back la is killed av they won't even come back down here to even race us <laughs> oh, they no. want us to go up they want us to go up there and race them i told them if you beat us once down here we'll all come up there and race you but they haven't been able to do that. So we're just waiting. Well, uh, you know, I've got to scroll through. In fact, Emmanuel, maybe you can uh, help me out here and scroll through some of the comments and see here. Uh, you know, Emmanuel has been doing double duty in addition to helping here. Well, you've known him, Daryl, now yeah. for a while. You've known Emmanuel. He's, he's doing so much. I, I got him doing a little co-hosting gig. I'm going to have him sift through some of the comments. And if there's anything of note, we're going to recognize those and we're going to give away Two uh, apparel packs from our friends over at Studs Racing. They'll go directly from Studs to you. So send in a comment and a quip or in a quote. Daryl. bagging um, on each other. That's what they're doing. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> just going back and forth. It's very entertaining, though. Uh, give us some good ones, E. Break, oh, break one off for us. Oh, no. Any, any, any worth a T-shirt yet? Any of them getting your attention? <laughs> While we have Emmanuel looking at that, I'll, I'll, I'll go through it. I'll go through it. I'm sure somebody deserves a shirt. Good. So, so uh, fast lane racing, fast lane racing, uh, like um, Daryl. I think I remember uh, Squirrel Gang. There were some others that uh, pop up. Who are the who are the 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 racing groups that uh, folks need to be aware of out there? And are they still running? Uh, on Anna street or are there other places that maybe the real fast guys are going that maybe other folks don't know about? Uh, no. It, well, okay. we still, we still have the same locations hmm. for our racing. Okay. And folks can read the lines the, read between the, the lines. Guys that. The, the guys that you have to watch out for as far as, as the racing is concerned is whoever came to see me. Cool. They're very good. I think Cleveland fed you that line. 
<laughs> All right, let's talk about that uh, gas tank <laughs> and that uh, clutch and that carburetor in front of us. What do we have there? It looks like some shit that my dentist tried to break out last time I was there. Well, this is just your flat slide 28. And this is all you need. And what is that? Carburetor-wise, to go 100. Now you've got what looks like a traditional throttle there. Are, are you ever a fan of that the quarter turn or those little race style throttles? What's your take on throttles, Daryl? Are they, are they... I have to have I have to have a quarter turn. I, I can't ride with these. It's so much throw right. in to uh, where it makes me want to feel like I'm a fall when I get off the gas. All right, so so take it off and throw it at, at Cleveland and put the throttle on that you want to see on there next time. Yeah, this is this is for his bike. Oh, well, well, gotcha. See, so now it's personal preference. Yes. Okay. What about the clutch? The clutch. That looks like something that's on um, Frankenstein. What the hell well, is this, that? This is a yeah. premiere. It's a drum clutch. It's, it's, yeah. it's like it's this uh, universal clutch. You know, you can use it for street or strip, uh, and it's really durable. And the good thing about it is you can rebuild them. Instead of buying a complete new clutch, uh, stay on that clutch topic for a second. Uh, uh -huh. How important is a chain and lubrication and clutch and sprocket size? How talk about the importance of that just for a second as we get towards the end of the podcast. For those folks who are listening, we're here with uh, Daryl Smith. He is the man. Uh, make no mistake about it, at Big Daddy Motorsports. He has recently been recognized as the favorite engine builder sure. from the folks and friends at Joe's mini bike reunion. Oh, he is, uh, he's doing a little bit of his sandwich board style uh, on air uh, selfish or excuse me, uh, selfless uh, self-promotion, which everybody's got to do. You got to speak for yourself. And he's at that point now where he doesn't mind telling everybody that he's the man. If you want to go fast, Daryl, uh, you like to be phoned. They can reach you through Instagram. You, yes. um, you're ready to help them either with the beginning building blocks, which could be blocks. Uh, you had a special for six ninety five, which again was that bottom end set up for racing. You had the uh, the engine was set up for a stock bore. You're putting on heads, but you'll do anything. You'll you'll help somebody with their heads if that's all they need. Exactly. You'll you'll. I mean, will you sell these guys a clutch in a gas tank? Do you really want to hear from these guys or are those just parts that you have to help someone who's had an engine built by you complete their build? Do you, do you want to be that parts guy or do you want to, you know? No. All right. No. So tell I people just, how it works. I just want to do, I just do engines. Now, yes, if you need a clutch to complete your build, sure. I'll, I'll get the clutch or I'll help you out with a clutch or whatever, you know, just so you can finish it up. But uh, parts-wise, you know, tires, inner tubes, chains, stuff like that, no. That's GTs. You got it. And, you know, I, I was going to ask you about that. Do you have a preference on frames? Most of the bikes that I see that, that take on your builds are uh, GTS, and I've seen a few, maybe a Cat or two. I've seen maybe a Temecula Bob. Are there certain frames that, for whatever reasons, have had an affinity with your engines or ones that, you know, are a little bit more frequently carrying your power plants? What frames do you like the best? Um, do you have a preference? It really, have it really depends on the rider, the jockey. It, I, I rather for him or her to,
to feel comfortable riding with whichever one that they feel the most comfortable on. And then that's the one we'll put the motor on. Is, so, the, is the fact that GTS is a neighbor and so much a part of the scene, do you, do you find yourself uh, working with them or any other particular frame maker? Or yeah, are you but, still... You know, GT, they, they have really uh, developed their frames to where now they can handle the power and go straight. So GT frames are, are excellent. Um, to make LeBob frames are excellent. A little tougher to get without, without, without a doubt. Uh, for those of us who have to make you LeBob bikes, and I'm pretty happy and fortunate to have, and we know uh, Cleveland's success. We know the, the line is long, even for those who have orders, because Bob's in Bob time and Bob's time zone. So, uh, with all due respect, the guy's in his mid-70s as well. Right. He still likes to enjoy his time building bikes for kids in his family and folks that he likes to give them to. Exactly. So, um, yeah, the Temecula and the Bob speak for themselves. Makes you kind of wonder why um, you never got into the frame game, thinking that you would probably know best if anybody. And let's face it, it's just bending tubes, right? As a lot of people say, right? <laughs> that's, that's what they say. Yeah, and, you know, I have, not I, have a, I have a friend of mine named Mo. He has Mo's Custom. Custom with a K. Oh, from the Simpsons? <laughs> <laughs> I know that guy. Don't believe him. No, I'm just kidding. So what's it was the deal? Did he think about maybe doing something? No, he makes frames also. He oh. used to work with he used to work with Temecula Bob. Well, uh, you wanna you wanna let folks in on that? On yeah, well, you know, Mo is a he's a, a welder fabricator. And uh yeah, he was uh he was welding for to make LeBob for a little while. Now he makes his own frames. And I, I actually I have one for my one of my race bikes. What do you like about him? Um I like the fact that he's using the, the one-inch tubing. They're sure. they're, they're really sturdy. Uh, they're they're gonna handle whatever motor uh that I'm gonna put on there. Is it a longer frame too? I, I it's a little that. bit longer. Yeah, I have a 44-inch wheelbase. Oh, great. So, as opposed to the the forties bike, a lot of bikes are. If your bike doesn't have a live axle setup, what's the top speed that bike ultimately is going to get to without having a live axle? Are, are, are you are you going to get to a point where you're just going to be limited on speed just based on the live axle setup on some of these quote unquote drag bikes? Uh, no. Oh, really? So you can go oh. with some stock ass little um, bearings and you know. "Quote unquote." Stops. Joe, Joe, we are riding mini bikes. They have the little uh, axles, the, the little bolt axles, <laughs> right? The scrub brake steel, and these guys are running at ninety-five plus. Shit, no live axle setup at all, huh? Just no going. Live axle. Matter of fact, this, this bike, this motor here, was on a a bike on the Temecula bike with a scrub brake and an axle rear end not a live axle so is it just a fantasy then the scrub brake right i mean it, it, at some point you're not relying on that thing i mean it, at some point you just want to make sure that it's there before you hit something right i mean it's, it, right right all right well you know it's not going to stop you right away but it it, it works <laughs> yeah oh yeah and uh, let's face it you know on the builds 
and a lot of people don't, you know, that's where you really start to draw the line is when you get to two things, hooking up a throttle on a fucking Tecumseh, which is the worst Ooh. thing you can ever do in the hobby. So get rid of that. But right. it's, 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 it's deciding on your brake system, you know, and yeah. I, a lot of guys just go ahead and they bolt on the disc brake setup on the sprocket. Yep. So we're, um, yeah, we're, we're kind of getting that note. Look, I could probably go on forever. And it's just, uh, it's, it's not a surprise because it's so easy to talk to you. Uh, I want to thank you for your time. Before I let you go, let me ask you, are there anybody that uh, you want to maybe give a shout out to that's uh, helped you along the way or that continues to be a part of your uh, support team over there at Big Daddy Motorsports? Sure. I would like to, I would like to thank every one of you guys out there, especially the ones that call me um. All of you. I love all of you. Thank you for your support. There's so many. I, 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 I want to start naming names. Yeah, well, they think, I think they know who you're talking about. And right. I, and I'm sure that those of you who have heard you uh, recognize them that way as Zunk uh, can feel it. Daryl, look, it's been uh, a pleasure to have you on there. You are uh, making bikes go fast. You're telling folks to keep things safe. You're accessible. You can check them out uh, through Instagram like I did. Always great to talk to you. And, uh, you know, keep going at it. I'd like to see something that we can all say is valid proof that a bike goes to 100. So when you're on the cusp of making that happening uh, again, uh, let us know. There are some drag st uh, strips, particularly the one in Tucson, that I've been having some conversations. It's not California, but it's pretty cool setup. They're open to drag racing. Uh, they've got a pretty good yet loose tech section over there. There's camping. It's not that far of a drive. We'll talk a little bit more about that. And no matter what I've got going on, whether it's the event or some of these upcoming podcasts, we hope that you'll be a part of it soon. And uh, Daryl, I wanted to let you in on something before uh, I let you go. And I had a chance to reach out to many of the folks that are important to me, particularly those are the guys from the Hall of Fame, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Hall of Fame. Yeah. And I want to congratulate you that you've been uh, inducted into the 2021 Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Hall of Fame. And, uh, I'm happy to be able to tell you that on air for the first time. So congratulations. We'll celebrate you as well as uh, another uh, person who'll be joining you in this year's class, as well as having an opportunity to celebrate both uh, Jake Moe and Rafa, who were last year's inductees and because of the covid deal we didn't have the event so we're gonna have a good one i'm hoping it's this year if it's not it will be next year and we'll be bringing in two others but we'll be celebrating you in the same i got some cool hats and apparel for you and uh from what i hear you don't have to pay to enter your shit into the mini bike show anymore oh <laughs> all right hey so congratulations and uh you got some supporters out there uh, a big one is uh day day as we talked about but also lonel johnson yes. particularly so uh for all that that's, that's my lobbyist it is um, yes. so there you go I give him a raise all right so uh, we'll let you go daryl thanks for spending some time on joe's mini bakery and your podcast we'll talk to you next time thank you you know what it is you got it. He's Daryl Smith from Big Daddy Motorsports. Hey, E, thanks for letting us run a little bit late. The, our next podcast that we talked about is Thursday, March the 25th. I want to thank our sponsors from Pioneers, Studs Racing, and our friends at Go Power Sports. I have a few shout outs. Uh, one of them is Linda. Linda blew up a great pizza tonight. It was great. I've got a few of them. All right. Fred from Iberia Designs. Fred hooked us up and helped us out with some things. Uh, 
uh, watch the folks from You Ship It. Uh, Fred's going to next time. All right. I want to reach out and ask about my buddy, uh, Hank, the dog. Hope he's doing well. Jim Savis and Amy, Richard White, Matt C, Johnny Lovato. Happy bladed birthday to Josh Villanueva and my buddy Dante. Hope you're doing well, Gail. Gail, uh, but Richard David, uh, Corona Irving. Who else we got there? Uh, Ian Cordova, Cam Smith, Elena Scherer. Uh, Elena, what's she doing now? She's working for some car magazine. Just check her out online. Mini Bike Paul, he's got an NDB three-inch motor for sale. Check him out. Uh, thanks to my buddy uh, Johnny and Leanne for helping me out from Prescott. Uh, Trader Tim tie downs. Congratulations to Russ. He was our winner of the Trader Tim tie down promotion last last podcast. We're going to be giving away once again and selecting two comments. There's still time to put one in there uh, from our friends over at Stud Racing. And a final shout out to my buddy over the gray goat, Eric Adams. He was helping me out with pistons for the two stroke. It was a long one. It was a good one. I hope you enjoyed it. I did uh, on behalf of uh, myself and our producer. Emmanuel Munda. We'll see you next time on the next Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast brought to you by Pioneer Car Electronics.